Hi, I'm Natalie. <laughs> oh, no. That was so funny. It's going to be one of those days. I might use this for the intro this week. <laughs> it's on you, Lena, whenever you're ready. We'll just, we'll just start with you. I can't. I got the gigs. I'm... <laughs> And I'm Sean. We are three friends who all love film and thought it would be cool to discuss movies from our perspective. We rate movies in terms of how drunk you need to be to enjoy them. And we're drunk. And we call it... The Martinis. What's the name of our podcast, Lena? The Martini Scale. Okay. So welcome to the Martini Scale. This is a definitely a, a unique for us this week but i'm, I'm kind Sorry. of enjoying it it's, it's got kind of fun gigs. i think like, if it's someone's first introduction to our show they're gonna think that we're crazy and i'm <laughs> totally okay with that okay well i am the crazy so we are gonna try something new this week we're actually gonna review two movies in one episode um and this week we are reviewing hustlers and the goldfinch did I say that right? Finch. 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 So it's not Gold like Abercrombie Finch. and Goldfinch. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. The Goldfinch. It's a bird. Yeah. Finch oh, Goldfinch. Goldfinch. Oh, it's a bird. You know, like little finches. Are you serious? The, gold, the Goldfinch is a bird. This oh, is just occurring wait, to me. Are you, are you kidding, kidding me? me? Yes, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Fucking, the movie's about a fucking painting about like, a bird, for fuck's sake. Hi. So it's like, <clears throat> I don't, I'm confused as to what's happening here right How now. How did you not know that? Anyways. The okay. bird. Okay. What's a specific well, finch? It's a gold one. I know. There's regular finches. I just always like Abercrombie always and Fitch stars. always confuse me because it was like, is it Fitch or Finch? That's Fitch. Well, if you look at the spelling of it. Oh, I know, but my brain wants F-I-T. to do something different. Like okay. Fitcher. What's a Fitcher? I don't know. Okay. okay. Hustlers is a 2019 <laughs> American crime drama written and directed by, and I'm going to say this, and Natalie, I asked you to research this. And you said... You I was, did? Yeah. You said, I'll do it. And you didn't. Um, it was written and directed by Lauren. Lauren. I think it's Lauren. L-O-R-E-N-E. Lorraine? Lauren, Lauren. Lorraine? I'm going to go... With, okay, we can say Lorraine. Lorraine Scafaria. I think that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Lauren. For my research. If you're listening, thank you, Natalie, for that research. Would you say Lorraine or Lorraine? I'd say Lauren. Or Lauren. I said Lauren. Lauren. That was what I said first. It's based on uh, New York Magazine's 2015 article, The Hustlers at Scores by Jessica Pressler. The film stars Constance Wu, Jennifer Lopez. Did Constance Wu get top billing over Jennifer Lopez? No. Okay. Well, yes. (laughs) Because by definition, I guess she is like the star. Yeah. And she's the one kind of being interviewed and kind of narrating the story of what went down. I didn't like that. but It also stars Julia Stiles, Kiki Palmer, (laughs) Lily Reinhart, Lizzo. That was Lizzo. Lizzo. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Yes. And Cardi B, which... Can't miss her. There's no words for that. Yeah. Uh, the plot follows a crew of strippers in New York City who begin to steal money by drugging stock traders and CEOs who visit their club, then running up their credit cards. Lopez is also a producer of the film, um, alongside Jessica Elbaum, Will Ferrell, and Adam McKay. It had its world premiere September 7th, 2019 at the Toronto Film Festival and was theatrically... theatrically oh, I almost did so good. I almost got through the whole I know. thing. Fuck. It was theatrically, theatrically? Theatrically. Theatrically. Released in the United States on September 13th, 2019. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have The Goldfinch, um, which is a 2019 American drama directed by John Crowley and written by Peter Strawn. Um, it was adapted from the 2013 novel of the same name by Donna Tart. Uh, that film stars Ansel Elgort as a young man troubled... <laughs> whose troubled childhood leads him to the world of art forgery after his mother died in a terrorist bomb attack 
during his time in the museum while taking an interest in a painting called The Goldfinch. Um, he then attempts to recover it from being stolen. Um, this film stars Oakes Fagley. Love him. My God. He is amazing. Finn Wood- Wolfhard? Wolfhard. 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 That's the kid from um, Stranger Things, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it. And it. He's so great. Um, Sarah Paulson, Luke Wilson, Jeffrey Wright, and my favorite, Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman, who I great. loved so much in this movie. This one has not received <clears throat> good reviews. But you would um, think that this one is like the Oscar, like correct. And know. I have my ideas about that. Too. I think if they really felt strongly about an Oscar push, <laughs> Lena has had some technical difficulties with her martini. Lena, are you okay? She just pulled a uh, lemon twist out of her mouth. Oh. Natalie is trying to kill me. Did you almost choke on a lemon twist? Yes. If we had like a death on air oh, of a martini scale, at least we'd get ratings. I feel like that could be good for our ratings. Sorry, Lena. I'm very quiet dire, apparently. Yeah, I didn't. I literally just, I was, I just keep, is that when I was reading and I yes. just kept going? Wow, and I'm I good. I literally pulled it out of my throat. Really? <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Is while I happen to, I don't usually do this, but I happen to look up and see Natalie and she was giving me a look like, do you not see what's happening? Why are you still reading that? And I'm like, well, I'm doing a good job and I got the word theatrically right this time. So I'm going to keep going. Wow. Was, are you okay, yeah. Lena? Yeah, I'm okay. My eyes are a little I feel like watery. This, this episode just hasn't been for you thus far. No, it hasn't. This day has not been for We're going to try to fix that because we have a BuzzFeed quiz we're going to take. But Ooh. I just thought that was a good intro. I'm choking on the martini. What am I choking on? Oh, yes, Natalie, Ooh, why don't you talk about the martini this week? Look at that segue, Lena. I Lina, didn't do that on purpose, queen guys. Of I did not try yeah. to kill myself on purpose. Yeah. I was just casually sipping <laughs> martini. Well, I definitely took the combination of both movies, Hustlers and The Goldfinch, and oh. felt like, what is a color I saw quite frequently in both, and that was gold. <laughs> or you just... Dream gold. And I dream gold. I don't feel gold. like I ever really saw gold in the goldfinch, but... The well, bird was gold. The bird, yeah. I mean, okay. It's also called the goldfinch, so and it's I, called the goldfinch. Yeah. yeah. The hustlers, I get it. The J-Lo bling. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling yeah. it. Hustlers. Yeah. Okay. So I'm calling this the hustle finch martini. Okay. Oh, cute. Yeah. Hustle finch martini. I yeah, like that a lot. the hustle finch martini. Death martini. Not to be confused with the Abercrombie and hustle fitch oh. martini. <laughs> No, this is just the Hustle Finch, Mar- yes. Finch Martini. Finch, yeah. See, Hustle it's Finch. happening to you, Hustle too. Finch. Because you said Abercrombie and Finch, and you're screwing me up, man. I've scarred you for life. I apologize. All right. So, <clears throat> everyone's personality matches a character from Hustlers. Which are you? That's the, that's the theme for this quiz. Okay. All right. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go through and we're going to take the quiz together. Now, my thing is, I think that we should all align... On, like, being one character, right? Like, let's all align with, like, the answers to these. Right. Okay. So, the first question. this one's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. You need to pick a Jennifer Lopez movie. It doesn't say favorite. Just pick one. I definitely have the four of these. We have Out of Sight, Selena, The Cell, and The Wedding Planner. Wedding Planner. I think everybody knows what my answer is going to be. Selena. Wedding Planner? No, it's The Wedding Planner. Okay, we're going to go with The Wedding Planner. Mm -hmm. Um, Pick a purchase. Clothes, jewelry, apartment, or car. Now, this is a hard one. For me i don't know what do you think what do you say mm, well i'm trying to be a hustler character so i'm probably gonna pick jewelry Ooh, good one hmm i was gonna go with apartment because jayla had a really nice apartment in she movie. did have a very nice apartment natalie mm-hmm. what, what say you jewelry okay well see i'm i'm able to compromise Lizzo. pick a Lizzo song truth um, hurts truth hurts juice tempo or boys uh, my favorite Lizzo song happens to be boys 
You, is Truth Hurts yours? Truth Hurts. Okay. Truth Hurts. Natalie doesn't even know. She's like, I don't listen to she Lizzo. Knows. It's like from Lizzo. The, the movie with Gina Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. All right. Pick a priority. Money, power, family, or truth. Um, I'm going to go with money. 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 Okay. Sorry, family. We're all pretty shallow <laughs> people. Oh, pick a... I'm pr- a stripper. Do I have family? Pick a princess. No, this is your inner hustler oh, character. So it's which be... one are you? Okay, yeah. but I if you're a money. hustler, these are your priorities. Money. Yeah, you're gonna we're gonna end up seeing which character from the hustler, movie we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, money. Well, no, but it's this is your personality. It's gonna give you a character from the film based on which one you pick. We, we want with money. Okay, <laughs> pick a princess. Anna, I don't know who that is. Is that from Frozen? Yeah. Okay, Pocahontas, Jasmine, or Tiana. Jasmine. Jasmine. I like Jasmine. Let's go with Jasmine. Oh, pick a show. Ooh. Riverdale. Scream Queens, The Mindy Project, or Fresh Off the Boat. I actually happen to have a favorite from this list. Screen Queens. Same. You good Screen with that, Natalie? Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pick an outfit. Oh, this is a hard one. I'm going to have to go through and describe this. So the first <laughs> one is J-Lo in that coat. What was it? A chinchilla? No, hers was mink. She got Constance chinchilla. Oh, okay. uh, when she's sitting up on that roof? Yes. Ridiculous. Yeah. The second one is this really pretty, just like blousey top. The third it's one. It's like a champagne color, like a cream yeah. color. The third one looks like it's a hybrid of that dress that she wore one year to the. Yeah. Oh, with it's the open stomach. Dance. That's where yes. she was dancing when yes. Usher came in. I think we should just go no. with that one. No, no, no. And the opening scene where she had the hat and the sequin jacket. Uh, the fourth one is she's got this huge top where her tits are hanging out and there's like a, there's money in the side. I think we go with the. the I think the, the first, words. when you first see her on screen, that's stripper outfit. Yes. Okay. She looked great. Pick a drink. Wine, beer, liquor, or water. Wine. Yeah, wine. Yeah, okay. Water. I should pick water, but... <laughs> We're going to be picking water at the end of this episode. Ugh. Oh, this is interesting. Pick a Julia Stiles oh, movie. come on. Uh, 10 Things I Hate yeah, About You. Okay, things. I mean, I'm willing to go with that one. It's 10 Things I Hate About You, Save the Last Dance, Silver Linings Playbook, or The Born Identity. Silver Linings Had no playbook. idea she was in Silver Linings Playbook, but we'll She's the sister. It. Oh, right. Okay, this is the character we are. Oh. Oh, this is stupid. This is real dumb. Annabelle. I don't want to be her. I don't even remember which one that is. She's Lily Reinhardt. She's the cute little, like, blonde The one, one. that always throws up. Yeah. That was really funny. That was funny. really funny. Okay. You are someone who sees people as sweet and innocent, but you're much smarter than anyone gives you credit for. Well, that's true. That's um, me. You love animals, and you have a <laughs> close group guys? of friends who consider family. You probably have a weak stomach or find yourself struggling in high-pressure situations. I am Annabelle. <laughs> this, is, this, is, <laughs> this is actually quite accurate. So, If you could have seen his face, I am Annabelle. <laughs> It's true. It's true. So it's not so stupid, is it? Oh. Listen, mm-hmm. Natalie. BuzzFeed tra- gets them right sometimes. Okay, you just tried to kill Lena with the martini, so I'm not going to hear from you today, okay? <laughs> As I drink it again, I want to take this thing Yeah, out. why don't you learn your lesson and take the fucking lemon strip out? Then you're going to... Why is mine so tiny and yours is literally hanging over the Because she edge. wasn't trying to kill herself. Oh, she was gosh. literally trying to kill you. And she tried to kill us with those seeds last time? I, I'm Who convinced she wants us dead. To do this? She wants us dead. She wants it to be God. good. I the, mean, hey, if you guys want to come up with martinis and make them, you more than welcome. I think she just to wants it to be the, the Martinis Gale podcast starring Natalie Michelle. <laughs> but, so I'm going to take you guys out one at a time. It's, welcome to the Martini Podcast. The Martini Podcast. No, oh welcome to the Martini Scale with Natalie Michelle. <laughs> Today, and she's going to have guests on. <laughs> That's what she really wants. She wants to bring all her friends up people. as guests. Yeah, I see you. what's happening. Okay, so let's get into Hustlers. I, I did want to talk about something really quick because there's some behind-the-scenes facts that I thought were interesting. Lena, this was actually your find. Do you want to go through these? Because I actually thought there were some cool things in this article, one of which I was actually found myself... So in the beginning of the movie, you see J-Lo doing this like, really intense pole dance. Yeah. And I was like, 
what was that training like? Because she, mm-hmm. I knew. Did you watch like her? She did like a little video of like her no. going through and training, and mm-hmm. oh, she's no. like, "It's literally the hardest thing I've ever done." I was thinking that while I was watching it. I was like, yeah. "This looks like it's legit hard." And as a person who used to have a stripper pole in her house, <laughs> so you know what I didn't realize about it's this? It's very hard. This is like it's a lot an, of fun. But it's hard. an art form, and yes. there's like so. I have a friend that I used to work with who, um, his girlfriend like does this professionally. I yeah, guess it's amazing and, when you watch like the actual competitions. Yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, so amazing. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So do you want to take us through a couple of these trivia pieces because sure. I think they're pretty interesting. Um. Right. So yeah, obviously we just talked about her learning the pole dance. It took her six weeks to learn, probably just that one dance because she really just did that one in the beginning. Yeah. There wasn't really a lot of extra. And then that scene was a four-minute-long pole routine at the start of the film, and she had to do it six to seven times in one day with over 100 background extras watching. Which is kind of weird because you think they would have given her a moment to do that privately. Like, they didn't need the extras to be there. Well, Well, they're filming. Because they're getting it from, like, the angles of people sitting in the seats. Yeah, and stuff. throwing money at her and stuff. You oh, have to have yeah. people there. That's true. I will say that one of my favorite songs is playing during the scene, and I thought it was brilliant Criminal. used by Fiona Apple. Yes. Yeah, so good. In fact, so that can good. be our intro music for this episode. Oh, great. Don't let me forget. Um, she danced to Fiona Apple's song Criminal, and in July, Fiona made a pledge to donate two years of royalties from Criminal to the While They Wait Fund. Which assists immigrants seeking asylum. Oh, I remember that actually, and I didn't. It didn't make sense at the time because I was like, "But okay, that like the song song's is, twenty years old. Yeah. Like, good for you. It's gonna be what right. fifty bucks." But now like, she's making money off. Oh, totally. that's great. And that's yeah. really cool. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think about this movie, Natalie? I know I, you have strong opinions about this. I can see it in your face. Not really. I generally enjoyed it, but I was a little bit confused at times where it's like. We start the movie and it's Constance Wu giving this interview to Julia Stiles. And I'm like, is this one, I'm confused, is this like a police interview or yeah. right. what's going on? And I think like probably 20, 30 minutes in after she's been telling the story for some period of time, she's like, who are you again? And what is this going to be for? And it's like, why have you been telling her all this information? You act <laughs> yeah, like you don't really know what's going on and, she, and what you signed up like for. She was in a very fancy house and she had very proper clothes exactly. on and like lots of like fancy jewelry. Well, I think they did that intentionally because it was like, well, how did she get from there to here present day? Right. Like, and, but they don't really they don't tell you explain that. I agree with that. Uh, that's a, that was one of my actually like, notes in my critique is that I, I was really confused by that. I was like, okay, so we don't really understand how her life evolved into what it was. I got the slight impression that she had married well. Oh, that's what I was kind of thinking. Did you guys catch that? I was kind of thinking that. Like she met this guy after she like, you know. Was it the guy that she, no, because he ended up marrying that other girl. Anyways. Yeah, I think that it was like she went straight and then like cleaned up her life and then she met a guy and then now he takes care of her. They have like a great life together. I mean, that is a grand assumption to make because they didn't hint at that at all. I took the leap, Natalie. And the, the whole point of this movie is that you don't need men is I think the theme that they were trying to right. get across that it's normally this is very much like the gangsta style movie mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I'm going to buy my wife a fur coat and da 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 and we've got cash, you know, and it's the guy doing all of that. And so right. they were doing that for each other in this one, which mm-hmm. I thought was really in doing it for themselves, which was the first time I've seen that. I would so I would, I would hope that they wouldn't be like, oh, the first time she's actually secure isn't because she married a guy that was rich. So I would argue, though, that her character, her character was always the weakest one. 
And she always the one that was kind of like you felt like she needed a guy in her life. If you like follow her through line, like she had moments where she's like, I'm going to walk away or whatever. But like I got the impression that she was the one like if any of them were going to like retreat and be mm-hmm. weak and whatever and like settle down, it would be her. I, I mean, know. I think so, too. But I think she was also the the smartest one and the one that knew where to kind of draw the line. Was and she I the think smartest one or did she, was she with the I think so. more conscious? Business. She was more business, business savvy. Yeah. She Constance knew where Blue? to like not yeah. push things whereas Jennifer Lopez's character Ramona was like just constantly like yeah. she yeah. just was after and more and more and then she got money and, more. and then yeah. she wanted to, she was like she didn't care. It's that thing I bring up about all heist movies where it's like when is enough enough? Oh and like Triple seems, Frontier my favorite yeah. movie. Where it's like just take what you need if this right, is what you're go, doing and then, and then get be, out of there d- you're shooting yourself in the foot yeah. when you yeah. don't know when to stop yeah so, so i felt like constant was was trying to stop but then wasn't because she had this loyalty to ramona which then wasn't really loyalty if also, she ratted on her spoilers but i feel like everyone should know that already yeah so i guess my issue with all of that was like because <clears> I, I agree with everything you just said i think my issue was the fact that like i never understood like what they were working towards so like you have that moment in the beginning right before the stock market crashes right where it's like they're at their high and they're rich mm-hmm. or rich or whatever and then like they lose it all but then they make it back mm-hmm. and at that point i'm thinking like i'm almost like the financial well, but they advisor make it back illegally i understand that but i'm saying like i'm as like almost like a financial advisor in that point mm-hmm. i'm watching it and i'm like okay are you gonna be smart with your money this time because you know what it's like to lose oh, it. exactly right. so and to your point like when is enough enough i right. never got the impression that like there was an end date on this or this is like mm-hmm. we're gonna get this much money and then we're gonna be set i never felt like what what are we working toward here and so that was my like, I, that's why I didn't really understand, like, where it was going. Yeah. Whereas, and to me, seeing Constance Wu's character, she was losing everything. You saw after the crash. Yeah. And she had a child. She's in a shitty apartment, back with her grandmother, now has a kid. Her, you know, boyfriend, husband, whatever, has left her. And Her hot boyfriend. Yeah. She whereas, easy. like, mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez, Ramona was still in the same yeah. fancy fucking apartment and it's well that's like, because she figured out really quickly yeah. how to transition into like a different but life. it seemed like they were talking about how there was a tough period and that's what made her figure out she has to do something different and extreme to kind of start making that money yeah. well there was wasn't there something where jennifer lopez couldn't afford it even though they were living in that nice apartment she was like oh i just can't afford that or was that something else i'm I don't remember. I think they kind of alluded to the fact that they all had a period without money. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, because I feel like she had probably bought that apartment, so she didn't have to pay for like mortgage, maybe, and she could still live there. But like all the things for her daughter, she was like, "Oh, we can't afford that." Yeah, maybe. I I recall something in there too. I think there were points in the movie though to that point that felt like they were not slow, but like I could feel there were lulls, right? And it wasn't. It didn't feel like it was like a. I don't know. There was something about it. Like I really liked the movie, but there, I feel like it could have been like, edited differently. Like there was something about it that I just didn't. It. it I liked it a lot, but I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. And there yeah. was there could have been something that made me love it because it was good enough to love, but that it was like lacking. Yeah, and what I was talking to some people at work about the fact that like the Christmas scene, mm-hmm. like just lasted so long. It's it like did. we get it. You but it guys was fun. are fine. It's fine, but scene. it's like was let's... that just like J Lo's music video though? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was literally like twenty minutes long. Where it's like we got it. You guys are family. This is right. your core group of people. We're gonna see this torn apart in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> like yeah. let's yeah. let's move this train along. This is um one of those things that I realized is that this was one of the first movies i think there's been a long time where there wasn't a j-lo song as like the official song mm. just saying oh interesting yeah. even that last one that she did the second act 
she did a song for I did not one. see second oh, act so, so good. I saw it. that on the plane I love JLo that's I think that's gonna be like my main takeaway from this is like JLo can do no wrong mm-hmm. I really enjoy her the whole thing with the Oscars like I don't know that she'll ever be taken ser- it'd be like giving Mariah Carey an Oscar like I don't think that she'll ever be taken seriously as an actress I think she's entertaining but there's something about her performance in this especially toward the end where I was like that I don't know. This that, is definitely a more real performance correct. for her than the way it made me other feel. choices she makes. Yeah. But she still went a little too overactory with the hood and the tood and like just being so J Lo. Mm-hmm. The Where real like, how the real Ramona is very yeah. like rough. Yeah, and it's like, how did she afford all those outfits? Like, those outfits were crazy and ridiculous. Like, just her stripper outfits. It's like, Mm -hmm. why is she the one that gets all these nice ones and everyone else gets, like, regular ones? I don't know. It's just, like, because she's always going to be J-Lo and she Mm -hmm. has to have the better thing. I don't know. Okay. Really strong But do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, even in a movie, she can't not have the less nicer thing. Like she's got to be wearing know a mink jacket. Like I don't on the know that that's smoking a cigarette. I think that was just establishing that she was like the head queen bee, queen bee yeah. of that's the fine. strippers, which I think this woman Ramona really was. Yes. Yeah. So I think there was sort of a hierarchy established and success level established with that's this fine. person. So I do feel like that is more the character and not necessarily a requirement by J Lo. So I just, to me, like, I, I thought it was like good. she required that. It was entertaining. You yeah. know, I think she did a good job. She didn't pull me out of it because she, I was like, oh, God, this is J-Lo doing this. But it just, as far as, like, an Academy push seems ridiculous because it's like, yeah. this isn't really pushing her outside of her box no. that much. I don't disagree. I will argue, though, that, like, she is she so... She can do more things like yeah. this. Yeah, and she's so magnetic on screen that, like, she that actually gorgeous. almost does pull me out of it. And, like, I mean that in the best way, but, like, I just couldn't get over, like, how stunning she was. Like, that scene where oh, they God, go on... she's the, gorgeous. Oh, that yeah. scene where they go on the roof and the coat and she brings her into the coat and it's, like, she's just so fucking magnetic mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. watching her, like, no, perform in that star. scene. Oh, God, and she's just so gorgeous. Like, I know. Uh, and she's almost 50, dude. I like, know. She it's is like she's, so... Yeah. I aspire to, like, yeah. be half as good as she yeah, is. Yeah, she's like, amazing. when I'm 50. Granted, I like J-Lo. I, 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 I like have J-Lo. never really disliked her. Yeah. No. I mean, I think this is a, a deep dive poll, but, like, a movie enough. I love that movie. Have you ever seen it, Sean? I have seen that movie, actually. So... She's, like, married to a guy that's, like, beating her, and yeah. she has to get her and her kid out. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's more of a popcorn. Ver- it's not a, like, yeah. super deep emotional movie, but I think it's still really interesting, and she does a lot more with her performance in that. So, that, to me, it doesn't – this seems weird to, yeah. you know, pat her on the back for this type of performance versus yeah. something like that where it's, like, a lot more challenging – no makeup, and the pers- yeah, and the hair. Yeah, and like, like how vulnerable yeah. you had to get mm-hmm. in those scenes where this, you never really had to do any. You just right. got to play this like really fun character, which you did great. It's yeah, like a music video for two hours for her, right. you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, what do you guys think of Constance in this? Because I have my own opinions about her haircut when like the scenes Ooh, in the past. I, whoever her styled haircut, that. Her eyebrows. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. And she was... Look, in the beginning when she's, like, doing the interview or whatever, it's like, okay, like, I like that she's... I love that outfit. I like... Okay. Besides her outfit. I like that she's, like, talking and she's, you know, kind of a little rough, but then it's still just too hood talk. Like, it it doesn't... 
I don't know. There's something, though, about her delivery of, like, how she says stuff. It just bothers me. I really wonder if she is... So, I mean, my only exposure to her thus far has been Crazy Rich, Crazy Rich Asians, right. which I love, and I loved her in. I love everybody in that movie. Yeah. But, like, there's something about, I don't know, like, associating an actor with a character for me, and I just want to see her in, like, that cutesy girlfriend type role. See, I didn't I really don't... like her in eight Crazy Rich Oh, you didn't? Asians, I loved no. her in that. And I just, like, I, that's, I feel like that's the only place I want to see her. And so I was more comfortable seeing her in the the present day setting where she's doing like the interview, the interview yes. then I was in the like scenes where she had to like act and be somebody like a diff- like a character almost. Yeah. I didn't like a, a lost girl. That's like, I just feel like she, maybe she's just always so fumbly to me. Like, yeah, I, I know she's trying to be and she, cause she's not, she wasn't that good and she was just trying to dance and like, and she's not good, but there's just something like, even like her acting is just fumbly. Mm-hmm. Like it just, there's something not connected. Yeah. So know. to me, okay, the difference is between like Jennifer Lopez and Constance Wu. Huge Jennifer difference. Lopez, yeah, absolutely. Jennifer Lopez was that character, didn't feel like she was wearing it. Constance Wu felt like she was wearing it and okay. wasn't the character. Right. It's the same argument I have with like Zach Efron in the Ted Bundy movie Ugh. where it's like, I feel, I can tell you're wearing a costume, I can tell right. you're wearing makeup, and you're not actually this character you haven't transformed into yeah. them mm-hmm. so to me that's what i felt like the biggest problem was Maybe with her in this yeah. movie the most comfortable and natural i felt her being was the beginning and when she's being interviewed so it's to me all through that stripper phase i, I just didn't ever buy it, that this yeah. is who this she was interesting okay are we ready to move on Oh, yeah. Do we want to rate it first or? Yeah, but I have a transition that I want to talk oh. about before I do that. Oh, let's. Oh. Okay, let's. Good place to transition in. Yeah. Is there anyone you want to watch out for? Is there anybody that you feel like. I actually did particularly well? kind of enjoyed Annabelle, Lily Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was super funny, like her puking all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Should I watch Riverdale now? I don't know. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> all right. So. I what... like Kiki Palmer still. Oh, I liked. Yeah. Okay. My favorite scene. Like, okay, anyways, when they have to drop the man off and she just like runs away with her like thong (laughs) on down in the garage, I couldn't stop. I was like, she's so funny. She's really funny. I feel like she was a little too underutilized in this movie. Yeah, I know. I wish there was more of her. And there were Mm -hmm. definitely like, I think the thing for me was that there were like a handful of really great moments in this film. Mm -hmm. I just felt like the way that they tried to string them together is what I didn't like as much. But I felt like... I don't know. Like, that's why I said maybe with different editing or something, it could have been a different movie that I would have, like, loved exponentially more than I did. So, I mean, a- Adam McKay was one of the producers on it. He has a very certain style in all of his movies. And I think that was my same problem with Vice, where it's just kind of, I felt like everything they had it shot was like really that, yeah. interesting, but mm-hmm. the way they assembled it, the way they edited it, their transitions. Don't even starting on the editing for Vice. You know, yeah. so I feel like this, this was. It felt better to me than Vice, but yeah. still had a lot of the same stylings of Adam McKay that don't really work all the time. He's just too Adam McKay now. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least they didn't roll the credits in the middle of the film. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, so what are your scores? Let's give let's give our scores. Lena, you want to go first? I'm going to give this a three. I'm okay. a three, too. I'm going to three. Okay. Um, I want to talk about... So... I suggested that we do this episode where we combine these two films. Yes. And well, they came it. out the same day, so that makes sense. Well, but I also had an intention behind that. Oh. So 
I have it because we didn't really talk about how this film ends and I, we do have spoilers in this, but I'm not, I'm gonna try to not give too much away, but my takeaway from this film, and it's actually the same exact takeaway that I had from the goldfinch because you both have like protagonists in this film that I believe are just people that are doing the best they can in their present, in the circumstance that they were dealt in their life. And for some, like that really impacted me in both of these films. And we're going to go on in a second to talk about the goldfinch. Um, but I don't know what that was. That was a weird She was rubbing her Sorry. paw. Okay. <laughs> it sounded um, like an alien. I love that she's not thinking the fact that like, it's a microphone and it's picking up the sound as she's doing it. Like, no self-awareness <laughs> I whatsoever. Was like, I was trying to do it quietly. I was like, nanu, you're doing nanu? it on a microphone. Well, nah, I didn't okay. see it. I didn't think it was touching it. Okay. Okay. Um, but no, I think, like, so uh, these films, like, the ending of both of these films actually really impacted me emotionally. Hmm. And The Goldfinch definitely more than this one. But something about, like, Hustlers, like, the way that they did wrap it up, and especially with, like, the J-Lo character, I just got the impression that, like, literally, and she, I think that's, like, the closing line of the film. She's like, it doesn't matter what you do, like, who you are. She's like, we're all hustling. Mm-hmm. We're all hustlers. And I was like, there's such an element of truth to that. Like, we're all just trying to get, like, through our lives the best we can. And I felt the same exact way about The Goldfinch, mm. which we're going to talk about next. Um, so... I'm just going to dive right into this one because I fucking love this movie. And I, I'm actually curious because... I fucking loved this movie. Did you? Okay, cool. And then I don't know I was what, very surprised. And I'm really scared to know what... I was actually scared to know what both of you think because I think I had hyped it up so yes, much. Yes, you did. And I said that like this... Because the movie got shitty reviews. I'm just going to put it out I there. I was not expecting um, to like it. And I was expecting to take a great nap. Good. And so I'm actually kind of <laughs> glad then because I felt like I set the bar really high. I... um. I went into this movie not knowing anything about the story. I knew that some of my favorite... The story favorite... was confusing. I was expecting to take a two-hour nap. Interesting. Mm. And that's just because of the trailer? Yeah. It was okay. very confusing. I knew it was about like a painting that had been stolen, mm-hmm. but that's so much more than that. So one of the things before we dive in a little bit, I wanted to talk about um, this film is like one of the worst rated critically acclaimed films mm-hmm. ever, I think. Um, in like opening weekend, it did so terribly that it's in like the top, I want to say like top six worst grossing opening weekend films of all time based on the number of screens that it opened on. Like it's for some reason it was a disaster at the box office. But what's really interesting about that is I went and cause I, I was like, how could I be the only person that loved this movie so much? Yeah. Like it didn't make any sense to me. And so I went and did some research and I found that it actually has an audience score on Rotten Tomatoes of 73%, which mm-hmm. is not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the critic reviews are awful. But the people that actually like went like intentionally went to see the movie loved it. Yeah, it has like really really positive reviews. Yeah, and I I, I can't reconcile those things in my brain. And like, yeah, I think I had read an interview or an article before we went to go see it, and it was like a horrible movie based off of a horrible book. So I guess if you didn't like the story coming out of the gate, like you were never going to like the movie, probably. Right? I mean, like, yeah. That's... I mean, I didn't read the book. I yeah. didn't know it was a book, but like. I mean, I'm drawn to it because of Ansel Elgort. Correct. I love him. And Nicole Kidman. And, you know, it seemed like it had a really good cast. And then watching it, I was, like, completely blown away. I didn't get tired at all, which it's a later movie. And it's a long movie. It's like two and a half hours. And I was already, like, tired. And I was like, I knew I was going to fall asleep. And I was so intrigued. I was so wide awake, like, paying attention to everything. It was so good. I think my contention is that I... um... I feel like there's we live in this age of like remakes and like you're the fucking twenty thousandth Avengers film and like you know what I mean and it's yeah. like it was so refreshing to see like an original story on the screen mm-hmm. and even I can see I could understand if you weren't like if you didn't identify with it or if there's something like you felt disconnected from I could see that but I think if you went along for the ride and like just really like was like 
I was still bought into it. And I was like, from the first frame of the film, I was like, okay, this is going to be really good. Um, and I was open to it being really good. And I thought it was fucking fantastic. Natalie, you've been silent. I just, it, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I didn't dislike it. I didn't love it as much as you guys did. Um, I think just more from like the business perspective of it. It's sad how poorly it did do because, yeah. you know, it can't justify the budget of $45 million on that. And that's, I think, what is so kind of scarce in the why theatrical you, business you, right why now. Why do you think the budget was so high on that? It's not like they had a lot of things going on. Cast, locations, Cast. shooting in New York, shooting in Amsterdam. Like, oh, there's a lot of, mm. you know, it's, I mean, and it looked gorgeous. And I'm sure it was a much longer shoot, you know. So it's, and the production value of the explosion and the oh, museum okay. and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as they didn't really show too much of that until, like, the end. But it's just, I think there was a lot of details that went into that movie mm-hmm. that I think you need the time to be able to execute it True. as well as they it did. It was beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's it's hard because it's then studios aren't going to make movies like that anymore for theatrical release. They're going to do a lower budget and just release it on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon. So it's, you know... I think audiences aren't helping that cause at all and helping the cause of non-Marvel superhero movies, which is kind of a bummer, you know? So it's just... Did you enjoy the story? I did. It's, you know, it's hard because I definitely felt like it was too long. Um, Two hours and 30 minutes is excessive. Okay, so what would you have taken out, though? Because that's my contention is, like, it... it it felt long in the sense that I knew that I was in the theater for a long time, mm-hmm. but I didn't. When I went back and thought about it, I was like, I don't know what I would have taken out of that. I don't. I wouldn't lose entire scenes, but I think you can trim a lot of fat. There's a lot of like a stillness lot of the, the and the quiet mom and walking was the same shot over and mm-hmm. over. I'm like, do we? Wh- I don't need to see the mom anymore. Oh, interesting. So like I want to go back. Didn't do anything. For I want to go back to cinematography really quick because I it was beautifully shot film. Do you know? Um, what other pretty big film I mean the, the cinematographers actually done a lot of films but there's one recent one that was like it's known like the film is known for its cinematography that he did recently yeah I don't know that you would know his name it's Roger Alexander Deakins um, ooh Roger Deakins I do know that name do you mm-hmm. he did a he, it was a remake I'm trying to give you a hint it was a remake of a film from I think like the 70s or 80s that was done a couple of years ago oh oh, Blade Runner yes 2049 oh, okay. that's right yeah, and that film, Never like to me, it. cinematic. You didn't. Oh, no, it's one. really pretty. Oh wow, it's so gorgeous cinematically. Like it's just the way that it's shot. It's so gorgeous. Anyway, he also did Shawshank Redemption, Fargo, Beautiful Mind, and Skyfall, which I thought was hmm. kind of interesting. Yeah, I know the director did Brooklyn and a couple other things. Yeah, I want to talk about. Um, so Ansel, who I we who we him. love, I know Lena and I share a love for him. Um, his Instagram is really interesting, by the way. <laughs> so his Instagram. Um, most recently he, I don't know how I missed this, but he took like 10 half naked selfies, like on a single day and just yeah. posted them all on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. <laughs> um, I feel like he was trying to promote something or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But it was really interesting to watch. So following him on social media, he took very personally the fact that this film did not do well. And I've never really seen that from an actor before. And I think that it's part of this like generation of like, 
there's there's just a new generation of people in this town that feel that it's like they can speak their mind more than mm-hmm. whereas the studio used to control like any messaging mm-hmm. um and so it was really interesting to see him like take this so personally and you could tell that like he invested so much of his heart and his soul into this he definitely poured 100 percent into yeah. this it was i mean i feel really... like he does that in a lot of he stuff does, he's yeah. a great actor yes i and he wasn't in it as much as i wanted him to be in it but i was when i was watching it, i was like totally fine with oaks is that his name oaks yeah so he, I agree with you. The kid was so great. The kid was really good. I think my issue, though, if I could change anything about the film, mm. um, and I and I have not read the book, so I'm not sure how it like it reconciles right. with the book. But I think that there was too much backstory, and maybe it was necessary. I don't know. But like it was, it was so much, and I just felt like the kid was in this movie so much, and I wanted to see more Ansel, and I wanted to see more of like how he copes with things present day, as opposed to how he got to where he is today. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the, I think that what was missing was between the young kid's age that we kept seeing and then his adult life was yeah. more of like the middle. There wasn't there should have been like a middle kid maybe that like because yeah. when he went back to New York, he went back to New York and then he's just back. But but he went back. This also did bother me. Well, not bother me, but I questioned because when he went back um, with the guy and that Hobart or whatever Hobie Hobie. Um, then it just jumps like where did he go to school why didn't he ever go back to the barbers ba- well, and that's bar- what i mean there mm-hmm. was like barbers, it jumped bakers? around so much between yeah. past and present day that i i i feel like I, if if that was going to happen i wanted the the past to tell more tell me more of these mm-hmm. stories than it did like and i understand they couldn't show him at like maybe 18 or something and so they had to you know what i mean so they had to like take care of the story when he was like 10 or whatever age they were i don't know what, how old was he supposed to be when this happened beginning i want to say like 12 pretty young right Mm -hmm. yeah so it would have been really hard for them to tell like the super in between years so they had to tell you the contrast of like present day versus like the past i guess because maybe you didn't really need it because then at the end when you find out what happened it's like oh crap he's been holding on to this thing thinking that he had like this i don't know connection or something and it wasn't even there the whole time which is like, that was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I think that's like, because I was asking myself, because I think the, the the turning point in the film, I think for most people, was you, you're you led down this path of like the kid loses his mom and it's super tragic and you can tell that he's having a hard time grappling with that. But there's this sense that through living with Nicole Kidman and her family mm-hmm. that he's going to be okay. Right. And so despite what happened to him in this tragedy, but there was there was this life for him mm-hmm. beyond that, right? And you could see that how much Nicole Kidman, like that was the thing about her. I just, I love her so much. She's such an amazing she actor. She was great in this. But I normally, could feel, she, I don't feel the way you feel. Oh, I could feel her great. love for him. Like I could just, mm-hmm. even well, like. Well, I felt she didn't really know what to do with him at first, but then mm-hmm. she like really loved him. Yeah, and you could feel that. And yeah. then that moment when he comes back like uh, present day right and they meet again mm-hmm. for the first time and you can see like just yeah. on her face like oh my god like right. I, she loves this guy so much mm-hmm. um it was really confusing that he came back i think so quickly after living with his dad to go live with hobie and never visited like, them ever again or because i feel weird. like they were such a support i feel like that didn't end on bad terms but on either hobie, side so it was a little weird that why didn't he go? he didn't want to go yeah. visit them that I, felt, I didn't understand i felt like i perfectly understood that because i felt that he if 
he had to go to Hobie because that was the one person that was going to protect him. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he had gone back to Nicole Kidman's family, Child Protective Services, could they, they were a more prominent known family mm-hmm. in society. And so it would have been very obvious if he went back to them. Whereas Hobie, he felt like it was going to be like oh, a bigger... Oh, yeah. He, I, no, I, can, yeah. I can see why he would but live he with Hobie. Like visit them. Yeah, I feel... But the yeah, the fact that he didn't even go see them seems a little weird. I look mm-hmm. at that as like time... And this is just me getting philosophical, but like I feel like time does really interesting things in that sense. Like sometimes you, in hindsight, would assume that like, oh, I would have been in New York for two months and then I would have finally gone and said hello and, you know, seen how they were doing. But like time in life is this weird thing that it it takes you on this journey of like you look back and you're like, oh, shit, it's been 10 years and I haven't even seen these people. And yeah. something is- maybe it's just that reminder of that period mm-hmm. before when totally. he thought it was good and totally. then it was taken from him and from a psychological perspective like it was taken from him right yeah. Like, yeah. so the dad comes back into his life and the dad is a fucking train wreck obviously with his new stepmom luke wilson holy shit luke yeah. wilson did so and it, like good. i was like if anybody is gonna get a nomination i feel like luke wilson should definitely yeah and then Oaks. I felt like Oaks was so great. I did. But Luke really, blew me away. I did really enjoy his performance. I'm not usually a fan of his or his brother in particular. I just, the, something about them just doesn't I interest me. <laughs> um, but he did a really good job. In that. It, was, it was crazy. Yeah. I also want to talk about Sarah Paulson. She though, was great. I know. She was really good. And I'm not, we're obviously not used to seeing her in this kind of role. And so I didn't know what to do with that because I feel like she's in so I much can't lately. I stand her. Really? Like at all? At all. Interesting. Why? She just bothers me. Huh. She's just on the edge of like that Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon. Interesting. She's always like the same thing. This, I will have to say, better than normal. Yeah. Like this would fit, it fit the role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normally, I feel like the character, or the way she plays characters, doesn't fit into the things. They're always the same. This was different, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Interesting. I don't want to like her, huh. <laughs> but I was like, "She, it was good." Yeah. So I just want to say um, before we wrap up, and I don't know if you guys had any final thoughts. I had. I wish I had written it down in the theater, but there was one line in the movie that impacted me a lot was really really interesting so much so that i don't really remember the details of the line <laughs> <laughs> i say it clearly has a significant do you remember impact. the scene i do remember the scene it? i do remember the scene and who said it so what's interesting you've talked about her a lot and how there's a specific line in that that i think kind of stuck with you for yeah. a while and to me i thought the writing in this movie was really good yeah. and the dialogue was great um and so in this particular scene it's we're, we've been with you know Ansel's character the entire time and just blow after blow after blow like this kid cannot catch a break I at know. all and so when he's at drinks with Pippa and they're holding hands and you're like is she gonna not go back to Europe and is she gonna stay right. here with Hobie and yeah. be with him they have this connection da 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 and I again I don't remember the exact verbiage she used but it was so beautiful I'm so pissed I don't remember it was like we're both like sinking. We right. can't lean, on, lean each on each other if we're both like if we're both gonna if sink. If one goes down, yeah, yeah. we're both gonna go. One's gonna go. Yeah. And I was like, that is so true. Like meaningful I felt like and like for them, I was like, absolutely. Yeah, where it's like the whole time, like I would have left that normally pissed that she's not with him or trying it out. And I was like, that is the most thoughtful, you know like philosophical way of looking at your 
possible problems in the future that mm-hmm. I completely understand. And that's a very deep way to, yeah. I, I don't know, I really, really liked it. I yeah. was like, wow, okay. Like, they are great. So one of the things I'm actually curious to know about, and I haven't researched this, but Typically, typically, people always say that, like, oh, the book was so much better than the movie. I can't find anybody that liked either. But I'm curious <laughs> to know, other than us, That's true. But I'm curious to know, like, someone that read the book and saw the movie, like, how, what their experience was like. Like, what were they expecting and how did the writing compare? Because, to your point, the screenplay was very well written. Mm-hmm. And that scene in particular, I mean, there's so many scenes I can think of that were well written. I may actually go read this book. I was actually thinking about it. Like, and I'm not that person. I really liked the movie. Yeah. Like, a lot. I like the story. And I think, yeah. so that's what I wanted to say to, like, mm-hmm. kind of wrap things up is that like this this movie now lives with a handful of movies that have like Mm -hmm. really emotionally impacted me with like the hers and Mm -hmm. Micho Black really comes to mind because there's something about this film that had a a similar tone for some reason I don't know if it's because like the death theme or whatever Mm -hmm. but like there's something about this film that like I just kept thinking and I even told one of my friends after I watched it I was like it it reminds me of Micho Black and it's Mm -hmm. it lives in that category now for me which is like a huge yeah I think and I think cinematically the music was really really great at times okay one thing I have to say, because oh, yeah. I got, I was very confused in the movie. When Finn's character as young Boris comes out and they get off the school bus, I swear to God they played the Stranger Things soundtrack as they were walking. <laughs> it was like, like the no, first time like 80s electronic music came on. in this movie has this music Maybe been. they were and like giving a nod like, to Does that. this just like follow yeah. him around <sighs> everywhere? It was crazy. And they played it a couple times. I they thought did. it was really Every funny. time he was like doing something. And, and I was like, like, it's not even the 80s. Is this Nintendo? What is happening? What, funny. What is I actually this? felt that like he did, Finn did a much better job of, in that character than the older Oh, I love the, the older played. guy. I thought he was like were very similar. Finn's accent went out in and out for me a oh, little too much, but he did a great job. I yeah. loved him in this. Yeah, I did too. I think him and Oaks reminded me of a young Matt Damon the whole time. I was like, oh, yeah. he's like so like Matt Damon, and he's so good. I oh, he's gonna be in a movie with um Robert De Niro. <gasps> really? Where? Uh, it's called The War with Grandpa or something. Oh, interesting. And it's like he has to share a room with the grandpa, so they're just like constantly fighting. Oh, that sounds really oh. funny. It's going to be great. Yeah. Interesting. I love this He's kid. a great actor. This I kid just... is, I can't wait to see what he does. Yeah. So yeah. good. Cool. What are your scores, ladies? Oh, I do say there was a lot of uh, stroke. There's a, a lot time. of stroke and wood in this movie. Oh, God. <laughs> a lot of what? They weren't stroking, stroking wood. the wood. Stroking the wood? What are you talking about? When he's feeling for the antique. They're all touching the wood. Oh, my oh God. God. What a Natalie, pervert. She's wrong with you. <laughs> She's talking about antiques, and there's an appreciation of antique. And tech- so antiquities. do you like old wood, or do you like manufactured wood? Manufactured. <laughs> Natalie just likes wood. She doesn't care. <laughs> I just thought it was like when we're talking about stuff to like cut out. It's like okay, we got it. We t- touch it. Yep, that's different than that one. Let's go. Let's move. Okay, we weren't spending that much time on touching Seriously. the wood. There's a lot that whole chair sequence of like both looking at both chairs. I was like, oh, cut. It was okay. like maybe five God. minutes. But you you understood the the yeah. The I would have understood it in one minute. The illusion okay. to like real art versus fake art versus yes. okay, cool, gotcha. Yes. All right, Lena. What was your score on this one. film? Yeah. Oh wow! I loved it. I really, really liked it. I would totally watch this movie again. I can't wait to watch the movie again. Actually, same. Oh, Natalie, you're a one, Natalie. I'm a I two. Wanna, you are. Yeah. Interesting. I'm a one two. I think. Um, you're this, a one two, I'm a or one, two. you're a one. I'm a one two as well. I'm, all, I'm also. I'm a one two three. <laughs> I'm a one two, one, two three four. One two three um, four. I am a one as well. 
I think um, again this this lives for me and now like my top ten films of all time. I would say. Whoa! Absolutely! Wow! Mm. We still haven't done that episode, so well we'll see when you make your top ten of that. Yeah, really. It's going to be so hard. You say that about a lot of movies. I know. I do. I do. <laughs> but yeah, I loved it. I loved I, it. Yeah. Uh, please go, go see, see this movie. Like it's go see I, both of them. They're both good movies. Don't yeah. pay attention to the reviews. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Like, don't even pay attention to what we say. I think just other than when we tell you to go see something. I think something. again, it's it's <laughs> like it's like art. You can appreciate it, yeah. and I think it's really important to support mm-hmm. original stories like this. Yeah. Otherwise, we Great won't get story. to see them anymore. I know <laughs> it will just be Spider Man over and over again. Exactly, <laughs> which is pretty much what we're becoming. So, yeah. yep. as always, we want to thank you for listening. For more information, please be sure to visit themartiniscale dot com, where you can find links for all of our social channels, in addition to show notes and more. If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcast and rate and review us. It helps others discover the show. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.